You're listening to the GU Podcast with Megan and Jade. We'll be chatting about self-pleasure, mental health, careers, sex, relationships, and everything in between. Nothing is TMI, so strap in and strap on. Welcome to the latest uh, Girls Unhinged podcast. We're really excited to have you here today for this one. It's an episode we've been really looking forward to doing. Today we're joined by the Girls Unhinged men. So we're um, really excited to introduce you to them and hopefully throw them some curly questions. We've got Kieran. Hi. And we've also got Nathan. G'day, g'day. Um, So yeah, we're going to jump into a few questions that we received on Instagram and then hopefully have a few chats with the guys and see where their minds have been for the last 12 months and see how they've been riding this wave with us yeah disclaimer um this is a safe space so kind of kind of don't be scared i'd believe you if you put the broken bottle away yeah. that you're <laughs> holding against I my need, face right now i need that for protection so uh, okay <laughs> it's getting intense already it's a safe space for the girls not for us yeah not for us no. <laughs> no. it's in the fine print of the contract i've actually been really excited about doing this yeah i was saying to Jade really cool. all day. yeah i'm excited that's yeah. good that's yeah. really good Nathan's been taking some notes, so we'll see um, the, some of the content he delivers. Look, we're just saying before, you know, it's about time, you know, got some men on this podcast, you know, shake things up a bit. Bit of quality never hurts, so yeah, it's good to see. Do you really want a guy guy unhinged? Is that what? I think I think we make you unhinged, so yeah. yeah. It's fit. It's like fun. It sounds like you girls have dated some guys unhinged before. <laughs> yeah. And so like... well, yeah. Yeah. And Paul Yeah, I think I feel like Kieran's sat in some shit with our last episode, so it's about time we joined in on one. Yeah, that poor yeah, guy. Yeah, um, Thor's third arm <laughs> haunts me in that my dreams now, my to be honest. <laughs> I haven't listened to that oh. one. I'm a little worried. Oh, no, yeah. We can re-listen to it. It's fine. <laughs> now we've um, introduced ourselves, um, Jade and I, in the first episode. Um, so we're really excited now to hear from the guys and see how they've found the last 12 months and how they've been finding everything. Um, so we'll leave it up to you guys. How have you found the Girls Unhinged ride so far? You can go first, Nathan. Oh, such a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, been good so far. Definitely, I've got to say, I was definitely a bit skeptical um, when the whole the whole thing first started. And Megan came to me with the idea that her and Jade were legit going through this. Um, not skeptical that they could like you know achieve what they want to achieve and you know smash it out, but more the fact that being in this sort of industry, I guess for me it was like you know oh shit, you know you're putting yourselves potentially out there to be you know in a position where you got creeps and all those, you know, people paying for foot photos and shit on Insta, you know, like you're opening the door for those sort of people to, you know, start messaging you and stalking you and who knows what else. So I don't me, think you needed like... to pay for those photos. You could have just asked Megan. And I'm already yeah. marrying a creepy dude. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. We have had some um, interesting things jump into the DMs, yeah. though, from creepy guys. Definitely. Even our personal pages. Yeah. I had to put mine on private in the end. Yeah, mine's on private now. Yeah. Why do people ruin it? I know. Why do they ruin it all the time? So Nathan had a valid concern. Yeah. What was, while we're on the topic, what's the creepiest 
DM or message or weirdest DM or message you've gotten so far? I think I did a live once um, explaining how to use the Black Widow as a first timer because there was a few people that jumped into our inbox that had never used a sex toy before. And it, like, it was just me putting it in the water and showing what it was all about. And then someone DM'd me on the Girls Unhinged page and asked for like an actual live preview of how to use it. And then when I didn't respond on there, they like got me on my personal page because I was on public. They could like message me and it went into my spam folder. I was like, so that was probably the, like, I didn't find it, it wasn't like the creepiest message per se in terms of content, but it was like the um, extent they wanted it, like that they <laughs> to went go to on my personal, page. yeah, yeah. Yep. So that was probably the weirdest. But. Do you think they were quite surprised when you gave them a live demo, but it was Nathan using it on himself? Yeah. I mean, I'm yet to hear <laughs> reviews, so. Right. <laughs> or, get, oh, or get paid. Oh, <laughs> Megan, you're hairier than I imagined. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That clit looks different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his nipple buzzing around. The enlarged clit. Oh, no. I'd already started Jay, uh, started dating Jade. Um, so for context, Jade and I have been together 18 months. 18 months? Yeah. Sure, why not? Feels yeah. like 10 um, years. Yeah, just round up. So, so for me, like... You know, I'd, I'd message this girl on Instagram and then <laughs> we've the been dating for like three months and then uh, all of a sudden uh, you, you told me that you're starting a, a sex yeah, wow. toy business. So um, I don't I, I don't know whether I was skeptical. I was I was excited. Um, I think it really dawned on me when we moved in and I saw all the boxes of vibrators <laughs> just starting to come into the house. Um, that was an interesting conversation. Um, also telling my parents about it was an interesting conversation, um, but they're pretty supportive of it. Yeah. Right? I didn't realise you had told your parents <clears throat> yep. until your mum. <laughs> your mum's a laugh though, Kieran. She made been- a joke yeah, yeah. about, I haven't got mine yet. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I didn't yeah. realize you knew. I'll I'll drop it off. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but no, it's it's been awesome watching you guys grow. I guess um, Nath would have seen the same thing. Like I, I genuinely get excited every time you guys get an order. Yeah. Like I'm consistently asking Jade about it. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I think it's I think it's rad. It's it's such a cool thing to be able to talk about with people mm. actually as well. Um. Like we've got a couple of friends that are real open. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're real sex toy positive and yeah, they, they consistently ask us about it. So yeah. Yeah. I think you girls are doing awesome. They're also excited for the podcast because they want to hear all the, um, the gossip <laughs> Kieran. They want to hear what I say. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I'm recording it. I'm just going to cut out all the bad bits. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Another question, which is more from Megan and myself, what are your thoughts or what were your thoughts on equality and, you know, women empowerment before dating us or just through life in general? Before you and I started dating, um, the last relationship I had, I got taught a lot about equality. Yeah. Within that, not that I didn't understand it before, but I think I was pretty thankful for being taught a few lessons in the last one. Um, so I, I feel like I came into the relationship kn- knowing knowing my weak points in that and knowing what I needed to improve on. So for me, it just seems, it just seems obvious that women should be equal to men. That I don't understand people that don't get that. We that, don't either. That, does, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's, 
Especially in the year 2022, you know? Like. Yeah, I, but I don't understand why it's not always been that way. Like, mm. it's just a, it's a human body with some slightly different organs in a couple of different places. <laughs> like, why, why the fuck are we making it so difficult for people? Why is there a, a wage gap? Why it... I, I really just don't understand it, but um, yeah. So, for, so for me, this isn't this isn't a massive like any anything that you are saying on your podcast or, or the things that Jade says to me. They're not groundbreaking things, and neither should they be. They mm. shouldn't be groundbreaking things. Like, how about we just fucking treat everybody the same way? Yeah. That that would be really really nice, and maybe we'd have some less issues. But I don't know. I'm only I'm only one guy. Um, I think that the main change that I that I feel I found growing up is holding other men accountable for it now. Um, so if I, if I feel like someone's in, in my position where I work, if people are saying things that don't support equality between the two genders, then it's my responsibility to call them out on those things, not just as a, as a manager where I'm at, but also just as a male, that's my responsibility. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely a big part of it. Um, calling each other out when you see something that's not right. Yeah. yeah. We've spoken about that at length in like our previous experiences. Um, we met some really great blokes and, you know, it was great. They were great to be around, but it was that accountability thing that like once things started to unravel or go wrong, they didn't want to hold their mates accountable because they'd kind of demasculate. What do you do? Demasculate Oh yeah, there you go. Whatever <laughs> that word, <laughs> you know, um, just, yeah, it's like less, I don't know, just weird. Yeah. Look, I guess everything that Kieran just sort of said, I agree with hundred percent. Like, you know, it, to me, it wasn't even like a, a thing I even thought of. It's just, you just assume you treat people the, like the way you want to be treated, you know, they will, mm. like regardless of gender, sex, um, you know, whether they're like blokes or the non blokes, you know, like it's, you know, it's do what you want, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Um, I think as Jim Jeffries once said, the Bible should just be one page. that says, um, Rule one, don't be a cunt. Like, <laughs> yeah. that basically sums up sort of my philosophy on life. Um, so far, so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, that's right. Like, just, yeah. just, it's, it's it wrong. takes an extra special bit of effort to wake up in the morning and, like, have this different side of brain. Like, right, well, I'm going to treat the Sheilas this way and I'm going to treat the blokes this way. Like, <laughs> that takes extra effort. Why the fuck would you wake up and put... Life is hard enough. Why would you put any extra effort into it? No. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, if you're an older person and you're listening to this, I'm speaking directly to you because you don't hold your own generation accountable. Fucking and boomers. that makes it so much harder for everybody else underneath. Like, I, I think the, the biggest thing that I've realized as I'm getting older, it's, it's one thing about what I think about and how I treat women, but it's another thing to be an ally and actually hold other people accountable. It's not just about your behavior. It's about holding other people accountable to their behavior. That That's how I feel. Um, and I've definitely gone into some tough arguments, especially in pubs, like in pubs when guys have had a drink. They're just the worst. Like, I don't understand what, what happens to their brains. Yeah, I feel like you, when some blokes get it, you know, a little bit too drunk, they it's a license to be a cunt and it's just yeah. license to just act like in a stupid way and then Absolutely. the next day they go oh no sorry you know i was drunk like you know it was like well you know it doesn't, doesn't excuse shitty behavior like mate. tree like, colors really come through after a few beers in my opinion to be honest like that's just what have what kind of experiences have you girls had in clubs pubs because it's completely different oh. to what guys would have i remember i got my ass grabbed once <laughs> and i felt violated yeah. right and that Funny was the that. once it's 
we I think we have talked about this before. Even just you're out with your girlfriends and a guy comes up with his mates and they want you to go and dance with them. You say no because you want to spend time with your mates and they get so pissy they can't handle the fact that you don't want to go and dance with them. And then they get really aggressive and they ruin your night. Yeah. I have um it was two different situations on the same night. Um, we're at Newport in Frio, good old Newport. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and we're there and there was a table for like six people and there were like a bit, there's a big group of us girls um, and there was one bloke sitting there. I was like, do you mind if we all just sit here? Because, you know, there's just one of you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. But he took it upon himself to sort of go around to us all and like get in our ear and chat uh. us off and do us. And I was like, mate, you need to, no one here is interested. Like everyone here is literally engaged. Like that's why we're out. Um, and he actually got really aggressive and like in my face and we had to get the bouncer over and he was removed. Um, but he was ready to fight me over me telling him to piss off and let us have a good night. Like it was real weird. Um, and then that same night (laughs) there was a, a guy on the dance floor who clearly had a disability. He was in a wheelchair. Um, and the, we were all on the dance floor dancing and his friends asked if we, if he could get a photo with us. Um, because it was like, I don't know, his brother's bucks night or something. Anyway, we got a photo with him, so we sat, we crouched down near the wheelchair and got a photo with the bloke. And then they're like, oh, so now give him a kiss. And we're like, oh, no, that's like crossing the line. They're like, don't be bitches, fucking give him a kiss. And I'm like, dude, I don't know on what planet you think this is normal. Like, is this is really uncomfortable. And then you feel like shit because you're like, oh, am I being, am I like discriminating or something? But then it's like, no, that's a really awkward position for us to be in. Yeah. And I'm like, this is wild. And it ruined our night. Honestly. Yeah, see, I just don't, for me, it's just, I don't get that sort of behavior. To me, I find that just cringeworthy, if nothing else. Like, yeah. it's just embarrassing. You, like, if you saw, oh, I don't know, about, I can't speak to all blokes, but if I saw a mate of mine doing that, like, I'd be like, mate, put your head in. Like, that's just, you're an embarrassment. Like, you'd cop a good roasting. Like, just, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a head scratcher, that one. I'd be interested to see whether it's any different. Whether it's any different now, because maybe when Nathan and I were, were growing up, you didn't really message someone online. So everybody that you would want to meet, everybody that you would want to maybe like take home, if that's what you're going out to do, you would have to go and talk to them out in a bar. You would have to go and make your way up to them. So you, you kind of had to strap on your little, your little brave face and go (laughs) over. And for me, if like someone said no straight away, well, okay, no worries. Have a great night. And then you walk away. Um, but I, I don't know what the situation is now when people go out. Have they already followed that person on Instagram mm-hmm. and therefore they feel like they have some kind of weird license to then go? Yeah, yeah true. It, it's just a weird space. I think people are a lot more, I don't want to say the word brave, but they're way more ballsy going up and talking to people now. And that that's so alien to mm-hmm. me because, I, man, it would take me a week to work up my confidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To go and talk to someone. I don't think um, there's anything wrong with, like, going up. If a guy comes up to me, and still now, like, even though I'm with Nathan, for a guy to come up to me, like, hey, like, you look beautiful, love what you're wearing, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm engaged. And they're like, yep, no problems. And they walk off. That's kind of like, oh, that's that was a nice interaction, I yeah. feel like. I'm like, he thought I looked nice, he respected my boundaries, and now we're moving on. Like, you're allowed to approach someone, but to, like, give someone a kiss because they're in a wheelchair on the dance floor and like really putting weird. Yeah. yeah. Putting people in awkward situations, like just accept the no, especially when they get told no in a polite way yeah. and they get aggressive. So you're like, okay, well now I have to be a bitch. You yeah. think I'm a bitch. I'm going to be a bitch now. 
just to get them to leave you alone. Can I ask what, so let's say a guy walks up to you in a club, right? And let's say, let's say hypothetically for the thought, for the purpose of this question, you're both single, right? What will put you off like accepting that a guy wants to buy you a drink or wanting to even talk to him? What, what would be the first kind of red flag that you'll look for where you'll be like, mm, nah, nah, not today. He's poor. He's poor. <laughs> God damn. How do you tell someone's poor from the way they walk it up? <laughs> he wants to wear his shoes. He, you can usually smell them like a, a 50 metres away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> for all the poor people out there listening to this. Oh my God. I got love for you. Like what, what would stop you from like, let's say, let's say I walked up to you, for example, Jade, and I said, Hey mate, now if I, <laughs> I walk up and I say, Hey, um, I don't even have a line to use with you, but I'd really love to buy you a drink. Sorry. I can't understand your accent. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Are you a leprechaun? And that would be destroy my confidence for the week, Nathan. I would leave the club there. You wouldn't persist? You wouldn't keep going? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, I don't know. I I think if you get shut down on that first attempt, for me, I'd be so embarrassed. I would just just walk away. I would always say something like, okay, no worries. Have a great night. And then I'd walk away. Cut your losses. (laughs) But I just don't know. I don't know how people, like, how do you, how do you keep going? I don't understand. Have you got no shame? I think they're that intoxicated because that's the big flag for me. Someone comes over, you can just see, you see them approach you as well from the corner of your eye. You can see them stumbling like, or you can see their mates geeing them up mm. to go over to you and you're like, ugh. immediately you just offer like, don't come over here. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't want you to buy me a drink. Leave me alone. And when they say approach you and you're like, hey, they don't get the hint with that. Yeah. Just get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're, from the guy, a lot of guys' point of view, I guess a lot of single guys' point of view, where they see kind of confusion would be, you know, uh, how do I show interest and hit on a girl but not take it too far? You know, mm. it's, it's always that fine line of, you know, you want to, um, yeah, show that you want to buy them a drink and, you know, show that you're into them or whatever. But... At the same time, you know, you're not trying to, you know, day rape them or anything like that, you know, like you're trying to, is that fine line, I guess, with guys that they find hard to sort of balance? Yeah. There's no, there's no education on that. And, you know, if you ask, ask any girl, you know, oh, what would a guy have to come up and say to you to win you over? There's no one answer, you know, it's, mm. there's no, there's nothing exactly uh, that you can do by the book that will guarantee you success, you know, it's, so it's like. Yeah, from a guy's point of view, they can. I think there's a lot, and there's a lot of frustration because of that. Um, in all honesty, because they go well, and they start thinking, "Oh, you know, if I was a girl, it'd be so much easier." Like, um, fuck no, dude, I don't yeah. want to be a girl. Have you heard some of the shit that they've got to deal with? No way, no way. Yeah, but like, no easier. I get to walk the streets safe at night. Like, it's oh. quite. It's that is. Yeah, no one wants to finger you on a on a mine site. I get, well, I, say I, never. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean though, Nathan, because yeah. it would be easier. Obviously, like the aim of the game sometimes is they just want to get laid and mm-hmm. they think, man, if I was a girl, I'd just be picking up. They would also have to take a dick if they were a girl. So, but as superficial as it sounds, it can be as simple as, 
I am not physically attracted to that person. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to buy me a drink because I don't want them to waste that on me when they could go and find someone that is attracted to them. So when I say no. Is that what you think? You think that it's a wasted drink? Like truly, yeah, truly, yeah. honestly, you feel like it's wasted? Yeah, like I'm never going to go home with you. I'm not attracted yeah. to you. Like I would rather they go and buy someone else a drink that, you know, is into them. I don't think I've ever played along with the whole like, oh, I let guys buy me drinks. No. Or not. I would feel like shit. Yeah. I would just rather you respect our no and go spend that money on someone else that yep. does fancy you. Does that not bridge the wage gap ever so slightly when someone's buying your drinks all night? Are you going to buy me breakfast? Equality solves. Yeah, <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm balancing the scales here. But it's the By recognising we're poor and you're going to buy us a drink. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for closing the wage gap yeah, in booze. absolutely. Um, what a gentleman. I feel like I'm coming off really well on this podcast yeah, so far. It's going, so. it's going well. So, yeah. One thing um, we've, we've spoken about, you know, approaching females and things at the bars and all that kind of stuff now, but our next question sort of leads down that path as well around um, we hear the term body count a lot. Mm. Um, not just from men, it's from women as well. And there's a bit of, I guess, discussion around what it means for different people and different genders. Um, so we're pretty keen to get you guys to let us know what you think around uh, the term body count. Seems to be a little bit different, you know, when a guy sleeps with a lot of women, it's not really thought of much, if anything, kind of seems to be celebrated a little bit, I think. Um, whereas the opposite happens and people get slut shamed and it's almost like you don't value yourself and your body because you're sleeping with all these men and you're presenting yourself in such a way. So what do you guys think? I feel like this topic circulates like continuously. It just changes phrases. And the one that I've been hearing a lot is um, a high value male will not want to invest in a woman that has a high body count. So Mm. yeah, I'm intrigued. It's kind of morphed into something else again, but it's the same message. Yeah. So over to you guys with this one. Well, you know what they say. He's going to say the lock thing with no, the key. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. It's a pretty cliche one. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, it is an interesting one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the full reasons why. I guess, naturally, that is a bit of a turnoff for guys. If, if we know girls had multiple or it seems to be a thing if girls had, they don't really care how, we don't care how many you've had as long as it's not more than us. It seems to be the turn. General. <laughs> it's the competition yeah. side of you yeah. guys. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a competitive thing. Like we're just like. What do you feel like less of a man if I've had like thirty people and you you're still on your first girlfriend from high school? Is that? Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Why do you feel that way? I don't know. It's yeah. It's not something I've really explored or gone think thought deeply about. I think it's just kind of it's always that thing of oh shit, you know. I think as a guy, you know, or as a man, you want to see yourself as like a leader or like you want your partner to follow you in certain things. And if your partner has had more experience in sex than you have, then it's kind of the thing of, oh shit, you know, how am I meant to lead her in the bedroom? You know, almost side of things like, Mm. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like just anything. If your partner's had more experience in a certain thing that you value and you're not, um, you know, up to scratch with it or whatever. It's kind of that thing that kicks in. I guess that insecurity kicks in of, oh, shit, you know. Um, if, I'm, if I don't have her on this, I don't have her on that, yeah. you know, she could see me as less valuable and like potentially latch on mm. to the next, uh, okay. quote, unquote, more valuable bloke. Yeah, I can understand that. So is it, is it less about her value and more about your perceived value? 
Yeah. Is that how you feel? Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's probably a good way of putting it. You can't help that certain things just spark a feeling in you. And obviously that's just something. But I think it's how you then treat that person. Like you can approach that. The way you approach it says a lot about you. And I don't think you would approach that in a really aggressive, hostile way, which some guys do. Mm. Um, And that's what sets it apart as well. Yeah. I don't know. I I genuinely don't give a fuck, huh? I know you don't. I, I I got called out a few years ago. Because um, I, I was using a terminology or, or like a, a phrase that I didn't realize was problematic. And it was the, um, so it comes in heaps of different variations. So the um, throwing a hot dog into a volcano or down a hallway or a toothpick into a volcano, like all those kind of things. Sausage right? down the hallway. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how problematic that was. Right. So <clears throat> I kind of did some digging on it and, and worked out where it comes from. So there's this really weird thing. So it's different to what Nathan was saying. When I was when I was a lot younger, a lot younger, um, the the kind of the viewpoint was the more people that a woman slept with, the looser her vagina was. Right, mm. that was that was the kind of thing. That is obviously not based in fact, right? It just doesn't work that way. The wizard slave, so, as I yeah, call it. it just doesn't work that way, right? The wizard slave, yeah, that's right. Um, like the ham sandwich, the medical term, that, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> the medical term. Um, so I didn't realize that. I genuinely don't don't give a fuck. I, I don't think that the amount of dick that a girl has had really makes her any better in bed or worse in bed. Like I have had some awful lays from people that have slept with lots of people, right? You either know what to do or you don't know what to do, and that's okay. You just gotta find the right partner for you. But I couldn't give a fuck about body count, really. Like, I just really don't care. It doesn't make me intimidate. It's not like they're a boxer and they've KO'd four people before. <laughs> you know, I, it just doesn't bother me at all. Um, but I but I do understand what Nathan's saying, that kind of like, well, like, they've obvi- the, the law of averages is if they've had more sex with more different people, then they've probably had more good sex and they've had bad sex, right? So I, I kind of understand that. Mm. Um, actually, I definitely understand that, but I don't know. I, I don't care. I, I genuinely, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, I think as I've gotten older, like I've sort of cared less as well. Uh, obviously, when you're younger, I think early 20s and stuff, there is that sort of thing of it's almost like, yeah, you just, you're really young. It's like a competition thing. You know, mm. you're in that phase of life. You're like, yeah, fuck, I'm free. Like, <laughs> I'm out. Really? Like, let's think- go. Like, the only thing that the only thing right okay so if a girl has slept with lots of other people in your group of mates mm. that's a no that's a no go for me right yeah. because I, I i don't know what it is in my head but i just don't want to bang the same girl all my mates have banged yeah so Tainted. But, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, what but it's it? not the girl that's tainted. It's that my guy mates have tainted yeah. it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I think for me, then I don't want that comparison like you were ta- talking about. Like, I don't want to be like, well, Billy Bob over there was better at giving the dick than yeah. you. Like, I just don't <laughs> want that to be to be a thing. But that's that probably still sounds immature to some people. That's just, that's just how I feel. Again, I think maybe it comes down to that sort of competitive nature that males um, innately sort of have. I feel like, you know, not everyone's got that Michael Jordan level of extreme competitiveness where they've got, a, everything's a bloody competition, but you know, I think just there's that innate thing of, yeah, like, Oh shit, you know, his such and such maybe banged her better than I have or 
whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I suppose another thing too that I've thought of is like, as you get older, I think um, you worry less about it. It's because you kind of expect, like if you're dating a female around the same age as you and you're a bit older, you're expecting them to obviously have more experiences in their life and been with more people. Whereas I suppose if you were 20 years old then and they've been with a lot of people, then you're like, oh shit, you know, like what have I been doing my whole life? Like <laughs> I've been missing yeah. this. So, it's like, what, what about from from the girl's perspective? Like, do you do do you start dating a guy and you ask the question? And the guy goes, "Well, I've banged 50, 50 girls." Yeah. Does that make Look, like honestly? Does that make you think any differently of that guy? Um, it has for me in the past, definitely. I had slept with less than a handful of people, and they told me their number was. 27 and my in my head I was like you slut what the what have you been putting your dick in Mm. especially after hearing some of the stories that you don't tell your partner those kinds of stories um but yeah as I've gotten older it's like oh whatever yeah we all have experience I don't know like you got a dick you got a pussy use it like you got one life I think it's how you go about it like We've all just said when you get older, you care less. But if you're with someone that is constantly reminding you of how many people yeah, they fuck, different. that's a bit different. That's, that's different. Yeah, yeah if that's, that's being like thrown in your face. But yeah. I mean, like Jade really made me take down just the, the, I had a big poster in the room and it just said the number on there. Yeah. And she made me take it down. Yeah. Um, all three digits. All three digits. Because um, the rule is that if it's a guy, you divide it by three. So I knew that his number was a lie. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. you're deceitful. <laughs> yeah, it it was deceitful. I, mm. I did put the little um, disclaimer at the bottom of <laughs> yeah. it, but um, yeah, Jade made me take that down. <laughs> I will say one thing is that I've never, haven't really been into one night stands. Like obviously I feel like everyone's had a few here and there, but it's never been my cup of tea where I've gone out with the girls on a Saturday night and getting a route has been my mission. Like I'm literally <laughs> one of those people that go out will just write myself off to have a good night and like <laughs> dance and just that'll be my night. And so um, I think when you talk about numbers, the first thing that comes to my mind is herpes, <laughs> like safety. <laughs> Did you use protect? I don't care. You've slept with 150 people. Did you wear a condom? If the answer is no, yeah. then I start to maybe think, okay, do we need to go see mm. someone about like, it's like the safety side for me, not so much the body count. It's just like, okay, how have you done it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Can I tell you guys my worst one night stand story? Go for it. All right. Okay. No, so, you can't. Sorry. No, sorry. No. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> over. That's <laughs> Okay. We're going to take a brief break while Nathan leaves the room. Yeah. Um, so it was me. So I, I had a, I had a really bad breakup in a relationship and um, I decided to have this big house party. My housemate and I, we were at a shopping center and we decided um, that we were going to go speak to a bunch of random girls, as we spoke about earlier. It actually went really well. We invited them to this house party. Um, we got really, really smashed at, at this thing. And then it was just basically us and these girls were left at the party. I decided to hook up with this one girl. I'm really sorry that you're <laughs> sitting here listening to this, by she the way, Jade. She's red and sweaty. Um, Knees Jade's, heard, Jade's heard this song. I uh, heard this That's um, why this I pulled story. that face to me. Okay, that's good. I was like... So, going? okay, so went upstairs, um, had sex with this girl. It was probably from both sides the worst route that you could ever imagine, <laughs> right? We were both awful at it. It was no one's fault. Anyway, my young naivety, and I was a, a different person back then, um, I went downstairs to get a glass of water. 
with no intention of ever going back up into the bed. So I went and slept on the couch downstairs and left this girl up there, right? Anyway, next morning I wake up going to work. So hungover. I've already fallen asleep in all my clothes. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to work in the clothes that I slept in, right? So get up, like brush my teeth, completely forget that I've left this poor girl in the bedroom. <laughs> right? No one else is in the house. So I get to work and my neighbor is calling me all the time. My phone was in my locker. Um, and then on my, on my break, I got all these missed calls from my neighbor, who is someone who also worked at the store that I was at. And he's like, dude, your window's broken. And the alarm's going off in your house. And then it dawned on me. Oh, no. So I was so hungover. And look, for the tape, probably still drunk, right? <laughs> and I suddenly remembered I got home. I got left this horrible, no, actually completely fair note about what a scumbag I was. This poor girl like couldn't get out of the house. So she broke a window <laughs> and got out of the house. Um, and I never saw her again. So if you're out there listening to this, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. Um, I am a different person now. And at that, I do not tell this story as a, as a story of pride, I promise you, but I feel so bad about it. But some days I catch myself thinking about what an awful moment that was and how awful that would have been for that girl. Um, and it really makes me ashamed of myself. So um, this is me airing out my grievances. <laughs> so I know this isn't a Dear Deirdre kind of section, but um, fuck it. I've got it out into the world now. I'm done. Oh, I've awesome. apologized. I've done my thing. You're now equal. Therapy episode. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be equal. I don't know how she would ever get equal Look, with um, me. I'm surprised she didn't like slit an artery coming out of a window like that. Yeah. Or she seriously hurt herself. She that window. Like, there was, like she could not have broke it more than if she tried. Yeah. Um, and I guess my, my penance for that is it was a rental, so I had to pay for the window to get yeah. fixed. If um, she is out there listening, um, I feel like she she's, a she's owed a toy. Oh, yeah. She's owed a toy. <laughs> <laughs> get in touch. Yeah. Reach out. We want proof, though. So if you took a, if you took a photo. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> if you took the a photo that of that smash, yeah. please email us. <laughs> The deep scars on her body from yeah. the crawling through a broken pane glass window. This just seems oh. like a, you know, the, the beginning of an episode of Saw. Like, yeah, she does like, a bit. I felt so awful. She and probably... I was already, I was already so hungover as well. Like I, to feel yeah, awful, bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just, just like, oh, should I woken up at Ted Bundy's house? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Talking about, um, bedrooms and what's in them and what's trapped in them. (laughs) What's trapped in your bedroom. (laughs) Hopefully not a person. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Toys in the bedroom. I mean, it's a pretty obvious one from Girls Unhinged. We have the Black Widow. Um, But we've spoken before uh, with our own communication episode and um, when we spoke about sex in the episode previously as well, um, that some people aren't open to toys in the bedroom. Um, Some people are. Some people need some time to come around. How have you guys felt in previous relationships as well as this one as well? It'd be interesting to sort of hear. Yeah. So like, I don't know, at first I was, it was a bit weird for me. Like, um, with me, both or you, with you and previous relationships, like it was just kind of, I just found it a bit awkward cause I never really like, I just like, Oh shit. Like, you know, what do I do? Like my, um, what do I fit into this whole <laughs> thing? You know, it's like, am I being replaced by a machine already? Like, you know, taking my job, <laughs> Like, 
But no, yeah, honestly. Is that what you view sex with Megan as a job? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't get paid, so no. Yeah. So free labour. <laughs> Poor Megan. There's nothing free about this labour. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, babe. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, no, just honestly, it was just kind of that awkward thing, you know. I still remember to this day, like, there'd be times where, like, you know, you do the deed and then, like, she goes to finish herself off with her toy and you kind of, there was times I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, do I just sit here and wait for it to be over? Like, (laughs) you know, just what the hell do I do? Like, I don't remember seeing this in the training package, you know, like. (laughs) At the meetings. They didn't didn't talk about this at the meetings. (laughs) So uh, yeah, no, definitely at first it's just it's just strange. Like it's just a new concept to like a just a foreign object. But now, uh, definitely with Megan, as we I actually bought her when we first started dating, like this little pack of just all these random different sex mm. toys. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's just you know try this out together. And um, you know, I think we had a good time using them all. Like just it's just I guess exploring it together, like all the different yeah. like things these can do, and just having fun with it. You know, it wasn't. It was basically what can fit inside Megan. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a fun game, like a magic game. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah, and then you landed on Thor's <laughs> third arm. And that's what we call it. That's why uh, this is too okay, big. Okay. I think do you ever think that maybe sometimes you're not pregnant and it's just Thor's third arm still, still stuck up there? in there? <laughs> yeah, just the thumb. I think it's good you bought that pack out. to just explore with. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you know what so toys good. work for you if you don't try a couple of different ones? Yeah. And that's the thing. It was like some were really good, some were really bad, yeah. but you don't know until you uh, sort of experiment with them and have a go. And uh, like since then, and I guess as a guy as well, you're kind of just naive to the fact that like women just need that different type of stimulation. Like mm. you just can't, apart from just, you know, the pounding, <laughs> there's got to be a bit of sizzle to the steak, you know? So, um, I do you love the pounding? <laughs> what about the sizzle to we the steak? Love the sizzle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, that's how I found it. But what about you, Kieran? Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd used it with a partner before, but not, not consistently. Um, Jade is the first person that I've used it consistently with so jade had her own toys before even the black widow came out the stash the stash (laughs) um so yeah we we i guess we we messed around with them i I, look i've i've got to say i I mean i know this is an advert it isn't an adverse an advertisement for the black widow but that's the best toy that i've ever used with a partner before because for me it's it's just such a it's a quick it's a quick toy yeah it is a very quick (laughs) toy jade smile right now yeah and jade jade and i have had heaps of fun like trying different positions of what feels better there i think that's the funnest thing about her and more often than not i'm the person that's saying can we get the toy out um, why it's not always out just ready for us straight away. <laughs> because we are adults and some people might come into our room. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I'm going to come in the room. So. <laughs> but I, I think that um, I really enjoy it. I, I mean, I like using um, toys that, that aren't even just that. Even, I mean, Jade and I have bought other things. We bought like restraints and like pillows and, and different things like that. So Yeah, like the wedge pillow. That's quite yeah. good. That, I've heard they're really yeah, good. If yeah, you don't good. have the wedge pillow, it's mm. worth it. Yeah. I Just anything that's going to make the sex good, right? Like if you're going to 
if you're gonna bang, like make it as good as possible. Why yeah. would you not do that? Like, yeah. If you're looking for a toy that can be used solo or with a partner, you need to check out the Black Widow. She's sleek. She's sexy and proof that good things come in small packages. And that's why we're offering our listeners 20% off. Simply head over to our website, add to cart and put the code GU podcast for that sweet discount. You can thank us later. I loved that process when we were trialing. Um, I remember when we got the prototype of the Black Widow and then um, I thought it was just going to be just the two Black Widows in the little box and I rocked up from work at my house and there was this... <gasps> whopping box at my doorstep That's i was like right. lord and it had all of these different stickers like it had just traveled the world i'm like where has wow. this thing been it's the middle of covid and i'm, like, I'm gonna get real sick touching this box <laughs> but we're gonna, see, we're gonna see what's inside anyway and i cracked it open and our supplier has sent us not only just our samples but like a sample of every single toy she like produces yeah. and amazing. some of them looked like they would hurt like there was one in yeah. there that you stick inside of the woman and then you turn it on and it mixes you like a cake mixer and I was just really scared at some of like how some of these even go on the market like but yeah well that was probably a pretty fun time because I had all these like sex toys and I'm on yep. FaceTiming Jay like look what I got in the box I remember that they're like all on the kitchen counter yeah. like, and this one <laughs> I think the, dif- the different thing now especially using um using toys with Jade I, I don't think I feel as awkward now about bringing the conversation about like toys for me like we we were listening Mm. to another podcast the other day and we and we were hearing about one that just sounds sounds like it's the tits like it sounds so good yeah um i forget what it's called i think it's in the search history but expensive but i think like what was it kind of like a cock ring yeah it's like a cock ring and then it like massages your perineum I guess. Yeah, yeah okay. so like yeah. really good for the guy. Yeah. But then it also has like a little buzz thing on the top yeah. for the Interesting. Girl. Yep. That would be cool. Yeah, so I think that's on the list. The only thing I feel guilty about is using another supplier's toys when you girls <laughs> have got Does your... Does it feel like cheating? It yeah. feels like cheating. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Anything that's going to make the sex better. And you don't have to use it all the time, right? Like you, yeah. you can still bang, but, you know... Uh, I, I used to think back again when I was a little bit more naive that all girls could come from just penetration, just you, you weren't doing it right, like you just got to do it right. And knowing that that is not the case now and accepting that that is not the case and accepting that you shouldn't have that God complex, yeah. that you, you should make a, a girl come every single time, um, that just opens up to heaps of possibilities. Yeah, see, I always had, for me, it was kind of like, if I didn't make the girl come, <clears throat> they're like, I failed the mission, basically. Like, you know, I failed my duty to, because um, like, I'm going to come no matter what. Like, it's just fucking, it's, it's not, so much easier for dudes. Yeah, right? yeah, it's just, it just happens. Like, it's a given, you know, like, and yeah, I don't know. So for me, like, definitely the toys and that, like, um, to be able to, like, consistently, like, make uh, this lovely lady to my right here uh, have a good time. You know, what about um, Megan, though? <laughs> yeah. Megan's on your left, dude. Can't play to kill. Jane, have you got something to tell me? <laughs> Are we husband swapping all of a sudden? But, no, seriously, like, it takes the pressure off, I guess. Like, you know, not... Because, I guess, in the past, in the naive sort of stages, like, shit, you know, what am I doing wrong? You know? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, you know, there's another aspect to this. And, you know, so for both of us to, like, get the same enjoyment out of it um you know it's it's, it's stupid not to use one 
if a guy's having sex and he doesn't come, he really doesn't feel like you finish the job, right? So if a guy's having sex and then for whatever reason, you just can't come either. It's too sensitive. It's just not the right time. All those kind of things, right? Or or be fucking honest here as you get a little bit older your dick just doesn't do what you want it to do all the fucking time right you just can't control that shit so if a girl doesn't come when she's having sex do you feel like you haven't properly had sex or do you still feel like you've had sex sometimes i need to have sex once to actually get into it i don't know Mm. if that sounds weird but like we've had sex and then like obviously i've been in the mood to have sex initially but like he's finished, I haven't. And then I'm like, okay, like let's go again. Yeah. And so he's not ready to go yet. So that's when we'll get the toy out and there'll just be like a lot of foreplay for a while and then we'll go again. Like, I don't know if that's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's we've, like a warm up. Yeah. 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 And you just, you just enjoy it as well. Like with the right person, you can just enjoy the journey. Like even if it gets to the end, you're like, oh, this is not going to happen yeah. for me. It's too sensitive. But this has been really fun. Yeah. Like, it's been a good time. Yeah. You, that It's still fun. Like you're still enjoying it. We had sex once and all I did was like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And like I did not finish at all, but I had a raging time. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan looks traumatised. <laughs> was I awake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at him, Nathan, let's go! <laughs> don't act like you don't know what you don't like. That's what I'm about. You know exactly what I'm on about. <laughs> we, we've had that. I mean, especially um, at the start of Jade and I's relationship. At the start of any relationship, you just go, you go all in on the sex, right? There's so much sex at yeah. the start. And then it, it naturally kind of trails, it, it kind of almost plateaus down if that makes sense like you're not going to be i mean i was talking to someone at work who reckons he smashes like three times a day or something i'm like dude that sounds exhausting don't these people have jobs i know yeah right um he walks really weird at work um but it's (laughs) it's just i i I don't know in in the beginning like there'd be so many times where jade and i would finish and then it would just be like, well, we're fucking going again. Yeah. So <laughs> strap yourself in. But I've never screamed, let's go, at Jade. <laughs> I've never done that. But now I feel like I want to. Thank you, Megan, because that is going to be screamed at me now. <laughs> yeah. We used to live, we used to live um, on a street uh, before we moved into the house that we're in now. And the front window was really thin and you could hear conversations like the road was really close. The pavement was really close. We get a lot of drunk people walking from the pub that was around the corner to the, um, to the train station down the end of the road. The amount of times we would be having sex (laughs) and you would hear someone walk past. Now Jade gets really embarrassed by that. Nah, I'm all in. He doesn't stop. He's got the audience. Oh yeah. He gets louder. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all into that like performative sex. Yeah. Oh, he wants to know that he's everyone that he's smashing. Well, I want them to know that I own the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dog marking his territory. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's part one of our episode with the GU boys. We have had far too much fun with this. Uh, So don't forget to check out part two, definitely coming next week. Follow us on our socials to stay up to date with everything GU. And thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Girls Unhinged podcast.